Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland, and welcome to Just Thinking Today. I hope everybody's doing okay. I'm I'm doing this podcast on March 22nd, 2020, just to let you know. You'll get the show on a Monday, but this is a Sunday, and a beautiful Sunday in New York, I might add. I hope it's lovely wherever you you are in the world. And I know the big uh, news, there's no way to avoid it. Um, You know, forgive me with all the um, shows centering on the coronavirus. I keep arguing with my producer. He keeps saying, there's too many shows on that. You know, hey, what are you going to do? I mean, this is what's going on in the world. This is what people are thinking about right now. We'll have other shows for you, of course. But they kind of feel really disingenuous when, uh, you know, the uh, coronavirus and all the information relating to that and associated and spinoffs on that or at least on my mind, very much, uh, some in a positive way and some uh, not in a positive way. Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, we have to see the world the way it is right now, uh, you know, for its uh, ugly parts as well as the wonderful parts and the, you know, wonderful things that people are doing and not, uh, you know, skewing it either way or the other, not taking everything that happens and making it into a disaster and being negative about it, or taking every small positive thing uh, that we see and, you know, uh, you know, blowing it way out of proportion and saying, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that marvelous? You know, that's not, in my opinion, that's not needed at all. Right. You know, that's good. You want to feel good. You don't want to over, you know, overwhelm yourself with negativity. But on the other hand, you want to see things the way they are. And, you know, if things are negative, fine, you know, be guarded, but optimistic that it'll improve knowing that it will. I think that uh, the governor of New York made a very beautiful, I'll repeat it again, a beautiful visual when he said, as bad as things get, and it may get very bad for somebody, you know, some people may pass away from this, me, you, or somebody else, like they would from the flu or something else or another natural disaster. But it is a very short period of time uh, that we'll be dealing with this. Uh, The repercussions, however, though, are, are going to be long-lasting, and I have several shows on that. Number one, I, in every crisis, there's an opportunity. 
And I think this show is going to be one in a series of, how do I put this? Class warfare, uh, class uh, division, uh, and I'm talking about social and economic class division here now. Workers of the world unite, and I'm not talking about uh, communism, uh, you know, Marxism or socialism or any of that kind of stuff. I'm talking about the, uh, uh, you know, people who are lower middle class and middle class and even upper middle class people or people trying to get into any kind of class at all. Hey, man, people have to start uh, demanding some things because if we look at what's going on uh, in terms of what happened and one of the reasons why this is all going down, it's because lots of the systems that people have been complaining about, like Bernie Sanders and uh, you know other liberals or other people from other areas, and saying the healthcare system isn't fair, it's broken. The economic system isn't fair, it's broken. There's so much income uh, disparity between people. You know all the arguments that for, for years you can you can't go, give govern and have all these tax breaks to the rich. Uh, ridiculous salaries for athletes and other people, uh, our country and our you know global society emphasizing on the wrong priorities, worshiping money, uh, you know ripping off uh, people who were powerless, uh, not sharing the wealth appropriately. That's got to end after this, and if it doesn't end after this crisis, it'll end with the crisis of uh, climate change. Just as surely as you're seeing this crisis right now, that's right on down the pike. A little bit longer, but it's happening right now. Uh, what's a good example of this? Why am I bringing this show? Uh, or why am I bringing this topic up to to disturb you or to disturb me? To be a naysayer, that that kind of stuff? Absolutely not. It's because we have to be focused on the the correct things. You know, I, I find that just thinking, uh, you know, examining issues in life is kind of like being, um, in, you know, a military intelligence analyst or something like that. You know, you, you're sitting in a bar and you're listening to the conversations and seeing what's going around uh, in a portside town. And you start to get the drift of knowing what the income is, what the concerns of the people are, what's really happening. If there's wounded people coming in because more doctors are there, more blood is uh, more blood plasma is being used. You can't get in the hospital for this. Certain supplies are being rationed. You can have, a, you know, very good inductive and deductive reasoning can be used for critical thinking. And man, let me tell you, when you look around uh, and, and see what, what has been just going on, I don't know how many more times people can can say this. I think the two best people I've heard are Robert Reich, the former Treasury Secretary, and um, and um, and Bernie Sanders. Uh, you know, and, and not on a political thing, just on what they're saying. I mean, if you don't get that income inequality and predatory practices by corporations and big business and billionaires and our administration, if you don't see the damage of that now, you ain't never going to see it. Because you have seen our, in the past three and a half years, you've seen the bureaucracy of our government, the federal bureaucracy, has been friggin' gutted. And you're seeing it week after week. This president is literally frozen. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, or it, at the time it takes for people to make a decision and what to do. Lying and misleading people, uh, you know, politicizing things. This isn't a criticism of Donald Trump. 
The healthcare system can't respond to this because it's not set up to provide healthcare for all people. It's set up to, 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 to provide healthcare for people who primarily have insurance or people who are wealthy enough to pay for it themselves with insurance and a combination of their own funds. Other people get the dregs. For all of you who are having their IRAs uh, and your 401ks uh, wiped out, thank you, President Trump. And go and look up the definition of the word hubris. That's H-U-B-R-I-S. It goes all the way back to the Greek tragedies. It's in Macbeth in Elizabethan times with Shakespeare. It's a common theme. The Titanic is unsinkable. Hubris. Okay, you've heard me, you go back and check my shows out, you know, a million of them saying, we worship money, we do this, we dread, we brag, we're boastful. Hubris is bragging and being conceited and being egotistical and, and thumbing your nose at morality and the fates and at the gods and whatever it is. And man, it, the point being is it comes back and bites you on the ass, hubris. And uh, the term for that is nemesis. Something comes in and, and, and takes you down. You have a nemesis. It brings you down to your knees. And this is what has happened uh, just naturally. You know, when, when, when you do this, uh, you can see it all throughout history. I've given the same examples a thousand times and I'll give them again. Hitler in his thousand-year Reich. Mussolini standing up in an arrogant pose. The Japanese and doing all their stuff in World War II. George Bush hitting the deck of the, you know, the carry, the aircraft carrier saying, mission accomplished. Boy, weren't you proud of him? Holy shit. Ask my kids and my family what I said when that happened or when they came riding around with big flags on their cars. I said, get them out of my sight. And they said, why? You're, your son's in them. I said, sure. I'm saying that because of that. I love my country. We ain't getting out of that for whatever it is. You, you get in a shit, uh, a pile of shit like this, it's never ending. And here it is 20 years later. You don't see the flags flying now. All you get is thank you for your service so somebody else will do our fighting for us. But that's a whole other show. You can catch my opinion on that on my show called Thank You for Your Service. What's happening today? And I will wrap this show up in a few minutes to, to show you what I mean, why we have to, as workers, as decent people, expect better. The stock market has crashed and is crashing, not because it has to, but because people don't have any money to sustain themselves for any period of time. Why? Because when all these tax breaks and the, the way that we've been operating this income disparity in our business, all the money is in the hands of very few people or corporations. There's no money in the hands of the common man. That's why you're seeing this stimulus package. That's trickle-down theory in the extreme on steroids. When, you, when business really needs your make-believe money, the money that they're giving you to make money back to, to keep them afloat again. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, 
protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Yeah, we need certain of those industries, but do we have to pay them back? No. How about them going down to their assets and, and liquid, you know, liquidating their assets and, and paying for it like you and I have to? Or how about if we do a bailout this time? How about if you and I are in on the action on that? The last bailout was supposed to mean that the banks and corporations and everything else were supposed to give this money back to the workers to reinvest it uh, in their business and reinvest it in their workers and the infrastructure and everything else to properly stimulate the economy. Anybody knows in Economics 101, the more money that's in the hands of the people, the better it is. You have to spend money to make money. You don't hoard it. You distribute it appropriately. You let everybody have a piece of the action. That's a healthy, booming economy. Not Ebenezer Scrooge. Not people having a, can't take a piss in Amazon. Not people fighting for just a minimum wage, but having a, a living wage. What, did, what happened with uh, the, the, the great, uh, I have the best people. It's the best, the best economy. It's the best. Right up until the end, the Titanic was steaming ahead, ladies and gentlemen, right up until it hit that fucking iceberg. The same thing here. Hitler was flying high, baby, all the way right into Russia until the winter hit and the Soviet army was, they threw every last man, everything that they could throw at him but the kitchen sink and stopped his ass cold and boom, it all took a shit. Napoleon and General Winter, shall I go on and on and on and on through history? Now, so in our tax break in our country, what do we do? That money was supposed to come to you as the workers, go back, be invested in the infrastructure. What happened? That record stock market that everybody you know kept saying, at least people like me and other economists that are out there, I'm listening to them, saying, this is a false economy. People are working two and three jobs. That's why there's no jobs. They're not all being occupied by one person. Companies are taking their tax breaks and aren't giving any money to you. They're buying back their own stock. So that's where the stock market was going up. Hubris. It all took a flying shit as soon as one major crisis hit. Boom. No lifeboats for nobody. And you better decide when this is over. And I better decide what side you're going to be on and what you think we need to do about it. Because... Workers better unite. Middle class people better unite. People better understand that they have to have a legitimate piece of the pie here. And what's the best example? You better take a look at how rich people, yeah, and I'm going to center in on rich people, rich people acting badly. People jumping, uh, you know, you know, diving off to the Hamptons. You know? People from New York City fleeing to the Hamptons, buying up all the food, buying up all the things, you know, in the Hamptons. You know, they ordinarily come there in the summer, not this time of the year, but they're going to their wealthy homes and everything else. And they're buying out all the shit that the average people who work there and live there all year long need. 
So the coronavirus is driving people there, but they're but they're you know they're reducing their risk to the to the uh, you know of the virus, but they're exposing uh, you know other people who lives there, live there. Uh, and everybody else to to you know not having a system that can sustain their abilities, or they're not they're not uh, you know they're not on an equal playing field uh, field. You know, wonderful kinds of stuff, huh? So people go in there. You know, you have a community. Uh, the same thing that we've been doing with impoverished communities, and then people go in and buy up all the land, all the apartments, all the homes refurbish it and toss the people out. They don't put any development in where they can live there because they're considered a, you know, a detriment. You're just tossed away again, right on the garbage heap. Like the majority of people were with those tax breaks. And this same disconnect is there with the amount of money that think people think they're going to send you. Yeah, you got all your bills to pay, your food to pay, your car insurance to pay, your stupid premiums. On, on other things, on health insurance or other things that you have to do, your mortgage, your, you know, your insurance, it's, it's ungodly. Your student loans, and then you're going to get a check for, for $1,200 or $2,000. That's going to clear, that's going to clear you for the next six months. I don't think so. That's not going to happen. Or how about rich and powerful people jumping to the front of the lines for for tests? Like the, you know, there's uh, I, there's stories all through the news of basketball players and other people, you know, doing things like that. People with money. I shouldn't just center on those people. Or how about the silly shit that you see? Oh, it's supposed to be wonderfully uplifting. I saw this on television today, watching you know all the movie stars and the sports stars in their home doing the coronavirus challenge, and they're there. God bless them. You know, they have these ridiculous amounts of money that they aren't worth. To be sure, those amounts of money. No human being is worth that amount of money. It's just silly. You know, it's just silly. But there they are in some beautiful home. You know, they, they, they've got every convenience, everything known to mankind. You know, uh, they're stocked up and there's everybody running around and dancing and uh you know, kicking a toilet paper 40 times and, you know, playing uh, sock basketball. Like you're going to run around and do that shit all day long with your kids. Uh, you know, who, number one, y- your pantries are in stock with the best stuff on a good day. And now you're scared shitless, you and your husband, that you don't have your jobs that are minimum wage jobs. Or you're going to come back to them. You, you, yeah, you're running around and you're going you're gonna to be dancing around and doing all that other shit. And just being just as happy as a clam, having this wonderful time off when your bills are piling up and then somebody's going to send you two grand. Well, that's a nice start. But it's there's there's a lot of changes that have to be made. We don't need to. We don't need to, uh, you know, give up uh, responsible capitalism in this country. We don't need to give up uh, the Constitution or our rights or our freedoms. We need to give up our stupidity. We need to give up our worship of money. We need to. We need to give up some of our faulty thinking on things. And we have to get strong. We have to stop being a nation of weaklings. And we are a nation in many ways of weaklings. We have very strong people. We have a strong military. We have a strong healthcare force. We have a strong working force, a strong farming 
uh, a, a strong blue collar force in many ways, but not strong intellectually in many ways. Not strong intellectually. Not strong morally. And not strong as critical thinkers. We settle for so little. We settle for all the greedy, shiny objects. And that's what con men put in front of you. They shine a shiny object in front of you. And it's normal human nature like it is with a cat or another animal to to look for the funny swimming fish or the shiny object. And they go for it. And people go for it all the time. And we tolerate stuff. And then we rationalize it. We say that it's good. We put a MAGA hat on or some other horse shit. And we don't do what's right. Or then we go to some other extreme. And get so damn silly that uh, we take every silly issue, every ridiculous comment, and uh, we feel that we have to put that into policy. And that's just as silly as, as the other stuff. So that's my spiel for uh, just thinking today on a Sunday. And uh, if you want to start uh, thinking correct, you know, thinking hopefully, put your faith in seeing things realistically. Look at the world the way it is versus the way that you want it to be. Take this time instead of jumping around and doing another bucket of cold water challenge horseshit. Read a book. Get online and instead of uh, looking at something silly or uh, a silly computer game or something, take a 10 minutes a day and look at something on philosophy or values clarification or something that has to do with bettering your mind, your body, or your spirit. Check out a few, just for a few minutes, teach yourself to be a critical thinker. You know, to do the right thing, to make the best decisions that you can make based on the information that's there that is accurate information or the the best that you can think of that's accurate information and have the best outcome. And whatever it is, the bottom line, we have to stop letting the rich and the wealthy and corporations and, and global cartels, administrations, taking advantage of us the way that they are. Look what the, both the Republican and the Democratic senators did with the selling off of stocks prior to this crash. It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. This is why there was a French Revolution. This is why every aristocrat that the common people could get their hands on, good, bad, or indifferent, they put their ass right to the guillotine and chopped their friggin' heads off. They wanted to be done with it, with this class system. And it is wrong. And I'm not talking about guillotining anybody or doing anything bad to anybody. Just enacting some laws and and doing something for the common good. If we don't get that after this, if we go back to business as usual, hey man, I I don't know what it takes. I don't know what it takes. But anyway, I think that's uh, a note of optimism, to be honest with you, because when you can recognize all the stupid things that you've been doing, it's like going to a 12-step meeting and admitting, you know, that that you have a problem with uh, drugs or alcohol, or if you're at an Al-Anon meeting that you've been a codependent, that, you know, nobody woke up and said that's the way they want it to be, and maybe you didn't either. 
Probably not. But gosh darn it, it's uh, it's time to wake up, man. Wake up. Take your head out of the sand and let's face it together and simply do the right thing. And there is a right thing here. And that's it for just thinking. And to all our friends all across the world, in many ways, the same thing applies to wherever you are. God bless all of you and your families. Uh, we're thinking of you and uh, you stand strong too. And if you're out there and you're blessed enough to have a great job and making money and, and doing a good thing, nobody's putting you down. All, all the power to you. But hey, man, be fair. Be fair. You know, in a lifeboat, if you've got a big, uh, if, if we're on a two-day trip to get saved and you've got 20 days worth of water, man, you don't ha hang on to all the water. If there's five other people in there, you, 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 sh you yeah, share it, man. If you have any common decency at all. You get it. Surely your parents or your priest or minister or rabbi or somebody, a school teacher, an old uncle, the cop on the corner, a nun, somebody must have put that in your head at one point in time. It wasn't nonsense. That's real. The rest of this stuff is nonsense. Take care. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also, you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S. Wanglin. That's at S. Wanglin. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be open and secure. That's why IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at, is Khabib Namaga Madoff versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.